Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Horsemen podcast, the first mm. uh, Three Horsemen podcast. My name is Mitch Gallo with Sean Campbell and Sean Starr, and the first is going to be great because we get you ready for March Madness. We're going to talk about the potential upsets, Cinderella stories, number one teams that might be overrated, and a whole lot more. What's going on, guys? What up, fellas? What up, what up, what up? Where where does this tournament where does this tournament rank as far as like short little window tournaments? Like, can we all agree the World Cup is the king of all tournaments? Like, it's a month long, every four years, uh, the world gets involved regardless of your love affair with soccer. Everybody jumps on board. But where's Campbell? Where's March Madness? Uh, look, I think the first um, round of the NHL playoffs might be my favorite because you have four games per night. And everything is happening. But almost second is that first and second round of the NCAA March Madness. When I get to roll into work at 11 o'clock, there's a tip-off. And I know that I'm watching until 12 at night. Teams and competitions I probably didn't care about two months ago. But I care about the final shot. I care about a 10, uh, you know, going up against a 7 for some reason. Uh, There's something about the way that this tournament is built uh, and tournament style, I'm, I'm with you. The World Cup's up there, but the first two, like the first weekend, the first two rounds, it's just behind the NHL's first round for me. For like everything is happening moments, I love it. I absolutely love it. I get, I can totally dive into it. And then when my bracket's busted, then it's hard to stay in for the other rounds. But uh, if my bracket's still alive, then I'm totally in for the next weekend too. <laughs> well, maybe this uh, discussion will help make sure that you don't bust your bracket so quickly, Campbell. That's Star, the plan. I just love it because uh, with the World Cup, I have rooting interests. With March Madness, I don't, but I still care yeah. so much about the games because you don't know what's going to happen in any like, – I could watch two games between two s- schools that I give zero you-know-what about, and I don't even know the players – Yet I'm hooked because I want to see what the outcome is going to be. So that's what makes it so much fun. And I know people get a kick out of uh, filling out these brackets. By the way, uh, we will have uh, two uh, free brackets provided by betonline.ag to give away. That's a value of $25. And because the Three Horsemen podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag, we also have the promo code. You can see it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on a podcast. It's Horsemen. Horseman is the promo code, and with that to promo code, they will give you 100% bonus on your first deposit of up to $1,000. So uh, don't forget about the promo code Horseman at betonline.ag when you sign up. Uh, Sean, you uh, are providing us with a guest on this uh, first edition of the uh, podcast as well. Why don't you introduce us? Yeah, say hello to Jerry B, the prop king. Uh, he's been a guest on In the Car with Star repeatedly over the course of the uh, NFL season. We did some um, some fun podcasts together, uh, looking at uh, especially uh, some deep dives, boys, into the uh, NFL playoffs all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, and, of course, uh, Jerry, uh, some, some lucrative uh, podcasts for some of our devoted listeners as we uh, nailed some pretty interesting uh, prop bets consistently throughout the uh, course of the playoffs. But uh, Jerry's here, of course, to pr- provide his uh, – his insight, his knowledge into uh, the March Madness tournament. Of course, now that the brackets are out, we know the games, we know the seedings, we know where everybody uh, where everybody is, more or less, the lay of the land. Uh, Jerry, uh, welcome to the Three Horsemen uh, podcast. We're happy to have oh. you. How, how excited are you for the uh, start of March Madness? 
Well, first off, thank you for having me on, guys. It's always a pleasure uh, to speak with you. Uh, I'm excited. This is my favorite time of the year. I mean, I grew up playing basketball. So as a kid that grew up playing basketball, March Madness, nothing comes closer to that. Uh, you don't dream about going to the NBA sometimes because you know you're not six foot six or six foot seven you dream about playing in march madness and i mean there's tons of canadian talent in this year's march madness as well too uh definitely we'll bring up one player who plays for arizona uh which is a, a favorite pick of mine by the way uh but there, there i'm just so excited I, i'm happy that we're doing this as well all right so how, how do you guys want to uh, start this off do you want to go uh, right away with uh, with the favorites or do you want to start the other way with some of the teams that are ranked a little bit lower uh, that maybe we could see with an upset early uh, you talk about cinderella teams you know just trying to read up as much as i could on this tournament hearing about uh, the 10 seeded davidson as being uh, an under the radar potential team that could go on a bit of a run early uh, the other teams i've i've seen uh, people predicting to be uh, those Cinderella possibilities. You have the 12th seeded in New Mexico, 13th seeded Vermont as well. Mm. Guys, I like Vermont mm. because apparently they play a very uh, high octane oh. offensive brand of basketball. So that's a team I'm probably going to circle and try to pay attention to. What do you think, Jerry? Um, I'm with you there. You're bang on. That's actually one of my sleeper picks. Vermont, oof, they play a up tempo offense if you look at their uh, conference uh, playoffs basically uh, the semis they won by 30 the finals they won by 40 they put up 80 and 90 points easily i know marty st louis went to uh, vermont so i i think he'll be backing uh, the catamounts a lot as well too uh they are fun to watch they have a hard bracket but they can be that C cinderella team uh there's just so many teams like Vermont as well too. Uh, Tennessee is one of them. Providence is one one of them as well too. Uh, the one that really angers me just a little bit, you have Iowa versus Richmond. Those were my two Cinderella picks before the bracket came out. And guess what? They're playing against each other mm -hmm. in the first round. But both yeah. of those teams are very hot right now. Richmond won their conference and Tennessee won their conference. So those are two, not, sorry, not Tennessee. Uh, we were just talking about them. Oh, not Tennessee. I'm all lost. See, the bracket just messes with your mind so much. I, I can't stop looking at it. But uh, Iowa is one of my sleeper picks. That's it. Iowa versus. Well, you know, you, you know, if you talk about you know Vermont opening up against uh, Arkansas, uh, you saw the wide margin uh, that Arkansas got tagged with in the SEC tournament when they played and lost ultimately to to Texas and You know, if we're talking about momentum, if it exists between games while teams have been laid off ready to tip off in the tournament once it gets going for the 13th seeded Catamounts here who won 22 of their you know 23 games going into this tournament and look dominant as Jerry alluded to Sean the fact that they're you know annihilating opponents uh, beating them by an average of, of 32 points I think there's some plus money some value as we like to talk about often in this type of space where um, every it's prone to an upset man it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a short little window um, I'm going to talk about experience and how it matters, especially uh, for an aging team uh, going into this tournament. You talk about five against 12 in Iowa against Richmond. We're talking about deep experience. Sean, experience in a short little window where you got to be at your best with all eyes and a packed arena, everybody watching you. It's not made for everybody. We're going to see some upsets here. 
Yeah, and I, and I think if you have an experienced team, and even just in, in sports in general, an experienced team is a team that's going to be able to stay with their defense. So when you're looking at those plus minuses that you're talking about, sometimes experience, you, you might want to go with the under because there's an experienced team. But you do have to watch out when there's two teams that have never really played each other, the unknown. That's when I always find, you know, we get that in, in hockey or in, in, in baseball or even in football, teams from an East or West and NFC and AFC when they face off, you know that there's probably going to be a little bit more points because of the unknown. So when you see two teams that don't know each other, that aren't from the same conference, that haven't played each other, I would tend to lean at the over. But when you see those experienced teams that you were talking about, I think you have to look maybe at the ender because they're a little bit more composed. And I know that you went through some of the, uh, Jerry, just you went through some of those favorites there. Uh, or those Cinderella stories at 13, 10, and you some. What I, I guess my question here is when I look at this bracket, is there a high seed that you feel is rated way too high? I know the number ones are there, but a two or a three, and you're like, oh, come on. Like, how did they get that? There is one that jumps out. Um, here, let me get the bracket right here. The one that surprises me just a little bit is actually UConn. Uh, University of Connecticut, mm. I think they got the number five seed just because they are the University of Connecticut. They've played some bad games this year. I, I thought they would come out as an eighth or a ninth seed. They're way too high. And even their first game against New Mexico State, New Mexico State knows how to play. And they've beaten, uh, they got close to actually beating uh, Gonzaga this year and close to beating UCLA. So they know how to hang with the big dogs or let's say the big name schools, basically. So that's an interesting one. That's the one that I think they got that seed because of the name University of uh, Connecticut, yeah. because they are a darling in college basketball. Yeah, the, the other thing I'm wondering about, just hearing Sean and Sean talk about uh, experience in this tournament. Well, we know the two big things when it comes to sports in general, but especially when you're dealing with the collegiate level is experience, but it's also uh, being able to maintain emotion, uh, composure. Sean mentioned, you know that these games are going to be roller coasters of emotion, and so much goes into it, which is why, guys, I can't help but wonder about uh, Duke and Coach K uh, playing it out here and what kind of impact that's going to have, either positive or negative, on Duke. And also what you guys think about the path in the West uh, because a lot of people are going to be cheering Duke and they're probably going to be a gambling favorite just because they're a public school um, with Coach K. But they, they, they have to go through Gonzaga in the West, which is probably the best team uh, in this tournament. So how, how do you guys think that shakes out in the impact of the final season of Coach K in this tournament? Well, I think also, you know, you talk about, you know, that West region. Uh, that has Gonzaga, the number one team in that region. It also has uh, UConn, which we alluded to, which a lot of people are looking at that are uh, quite deep. Um, Texas Tech, I think, is another team that I think may win a couple of rounds or go you know, past a couple of rounds and maybe su uh, surprise a couple of people. But I think ultimately I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're talking about a Sweet 16 round for maybe Duke, maybe a UConn uh, type, uh, type of uh, Duke matchup. Uh, personally speaking, I'll get this out of the way now since, you know, uh, MG brought it up. Um, you know, I can see uh, Gonzaga and Uke and UConn going head to head. And uh, I'm telling you now, I got UConn uh, yeah. coming out of that over Gonzaga. So mm -hmm. there's my first number one that I don't see making it past or at least making it into a into a conference final showdown. So I it's like that to be a, a, an interesting region, Sean. 
Yeah, I like that just because Jerry said UConn was uh, ranked too high, and now you're saying you're taking UConn over Gonzaga. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm going to be straight up too. I'm siding on the side of Jerry here, and I have gone. I'm not going to, you know, I have Gonzaga going through, and I do think that Duke factor that you brought up, Mitch, is a factor here because sometimes emotions can get the best, but sometimes people write the Cinderella story and say, yeah, it's Duke. It's his last year. Of course they're going to go win. And, and that I think people are going to turn and, and put a lot of money on that. And I, I think it's just too hard a path for them this year and to get through Gonzaga and, and whoever they have to. And even you, you mentioned early on one of those, you know, hard seeds like Davidson, they might have to face Davidson in, in the second round and, yep. and, 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 it, and it might just be a surprise there. So, I don't believe in this in this Cinderella story. I think it'd be fun, yes, and I don't believe in UConn because I believe in Jerry. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you're filling if you're filling out your your bracket on BetOnline.ag, you know, pick your horseman, pick your horse you're running with if you want. Yeah, and don't forget, hit us up in the comments uh, once this is there, and uh, we've got a free bracket pick uh, to give. So first comment through, we'll give you a free t- a free. Uh, a $25 bracket to bet online at uh, betonline.ag and uh, just as easy as that. So yeah, just sign up and we'll see you there. Yeah. You could win $75,000 courtesy of yeah. betonline.ag. That's uh, nice. Jerry, Jerry, did you want to wrap on Duke? <clears throat> Duke? I mean, they, they have a chance at the beginning of the season. They had a player, Paulo Banchero. That's their best player. He was wow. ranked one, two uh, in the draft rankings for the NBA for this year. He went down, so he really didn't play all that well, but he came on towards the end of the season. So if he picks up his game, I mean, anything is possible. You'll see. If I know a lot of people will be watching Duke. Watch out for Paolo Banchero. He is a five-tool player, as we say in baseball technically, but for basketball, he has the credentials. Right now he's ranked six, but he used to be top two, so he has the potential to get there and help Duke get to the Final Four. Yeah. All right, you guys want to uh, move on to uh, to what we see happening here with the uh, final four, uh, followed by the uh, semifinal and the final. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, as I mentioned already. Um, uh, let's get going, Jerry. Um, uh, I, I mean, uh, I you, doubt you, any of us will get it right. <laughs> it's no, the hardest I mean, thing in the world to get the final four right. No, nobody, nobody has ever achieved, first of all, a perfect bracket. Uh, that hasn't really happened as far as like nope, unless. No. I mean, in today's day and age of uh, fake news, I'm sure it's happened repeatedly. Um, <laughs> but but uh, nevertheless, um, we'll go region by region, I suppose. We'll start in start in the West. Um, looking at, I think, who comes out of that. Uh, I'm going UConn all the way. Um, and the surprise for me uh, on the bottom side of this, in the on the eastern side of the bracket, I'm looking at seven-seeded Murray State, who is on an absolute heater. Um, going 30 and two on the season. Uh, I like their path here. Um, I see them obviously getting past San Francisco and just moving on, getting through per- Purdue. So I'm going to say a seven seed is going to meet ultimately UConn in that region's uh, final with UConn. Um, ultimately, Mitch, going over the top. So I'll see you April 4th in New Orleans. When the uh, Three Horsemen podcast broadcasts live from the home of the Final Four, I wish, but uh, nevertheless, uh, Bourbon Street. That's my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, each, we each get a balcony. We each get a balcony. I like this. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Look, uh, I, I, I like your five. I like your seven. 
But uh, just on this side, if we're looking at the West and the East, uh, I, I'm going, I told you, Gonzaga, I, I just think that they're a top team for a reason. Uh, you look year in and year out, number one seeds do make the Final Four. They don't always win it, but they do get there. They do uh, file through. And when you are one of the top, you got to go with it. And, then, and you mentioned you liked on the, uh, the seven down in the East there with Murray State. Uh, I'm not going against the number one Baylor. I'm not. I, I think Baylor's going to three, you know. You got to beat the champ. You get to, to be the champ. You got to beat the champ. So, uh, as one of the horsemen used to say, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go if you're I'm going west and east there. I got Gonzaga and Baylor. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, on the west, uh, that's where I have a, a, one of my upsets. I do have Gonzaga making it to the finals of the conference of the west, uh, going up against Alabama. Alabama, if you don't know about Alabama, they play a Golden State Warriors type of offense. So basically, it's three pointers after three pointers after three pointers. Gonzaga tr- struggles with up tempo teams, so I see them facing off in the finals of the conference finals, and Alabama makes it to the final four. That's my pick. And you know. If- if you go on the East, this is not only my pick to come out of the East, but also my pick to make it to the finals. And even if you want, uh, they are plus 2,000 right now at uh, betonline.ag, Purdue, the Boilermakers. Yeah. They have a very complete team. Offense, defense, you throw anything at them, they could play. And they have the second pick right now, or their second overall pick in the NBA, Jaden Ivey, the most athletic player in the tournament. He'll be the most enjoyable to watch during the tournament. So I like Purdue and Alabama coming out of that bracket. Bama's a six seed, Purdue's a three seed. All right, so I'm the only one going with number one seed so far. Mitch, I don't know where where, where are you on the East and the West. I'm going to go with uh, one number one in Baylor uh, in the East. Uh, So, Sean, I'll I'll, I'll be uh, on your side here and take a number one. Uh, I realize the value probably won't be that that great on that, but uh, I'm going to stick with them coming out in the East. And then in the uh, West side of uh, of this bracket, I'm going to go for the, uh, the things I was talking about before with Duke. I'm going to say Duke uh, plays in the final four. Sometimes these storybook endings really do happen and they seem to happen more often than not in sports. So I think uh, Duke uh, rides all the attention and, and the, the glamor of, uh, of sending coach K off uh, into the sunlight, uh, into the sunset on a, on a winning note. So I'm going to say Duke and Baylor uh, in the East and West uh, star. What do you have on the other side? Oh, I like that. Uh, by the way, uh, I just want to say I'm uh, dedicating my uh, appearance on this podcast to uh, the memory of, of Scott Hall. I just want to uh, put that and, and get that out of the way uh, straight away. So hello to the to the bad guy, uh, Jerry. Um, I, I have to tell you, Jerry told me in a private conversation that uh, bet Arizona. So I have Arizona uh, going all the way, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, obviously representing uh, my final four uh, on the south and midwest side of the bracket. Um, so Arizona in a, in a matchup, Jerry, I think it's going to be intriguing against Michigan because I also have Michigan going deep um, in this tournament. On the other side, you talked about Alabama. I'll give you another one. Uh, how about Auburn? I like this program from top to bottom. You know, I referenced uh, experience early, earlier, but it's not going to be an easy out. Kansas is in their way. Uh, Kansas, I think, makes it to an elite eight. But Auburn. Uh, matches up against Arizona in the uh, in my one half of the Final Four with UConn and Murray State on the other end, and Arizona and UConn with Arizona winning the national championship. Mm, Only because Jerry told me to. Only yeah. because Jerry told me to. I'm not gonna See, lie. I, I had a couple conversations today in preparation uh, for this Three Horsemen podcast, and 
I got one is don't take Arizona. It's not going to happen. Then I hear Jerry say, <laughs> take Arizona the whole way. So I'm going to ride Arizona all the way until they face Villanova. And then they're going to lose against Villanova. So I have Villanova coming out of the South uh, as uh, they enter into the uh, final four with Gonzaga and Baylor. And then on the, on the other side, this is a bracket that I, I, I saw the names. I kind of looked mm. everywhere and then I decided, you know, maybe I had to go a little bit with my heart Oh, and I'm going to go Wisconsin. Not much to it. Just the fact that I'm a Packers fan. I'm going <laughs> to take Wisconsin, uh, the number three seed uh, to come out of that. Uh, so in the Midwest, don't look at it as, uh, you know, there's a lot much behind this. I, this is just straightforward. I felt like there was just one pick. I was just going to take like Gallo. He's just going with the softy pick of Duke because of coach K. Well, I'm going with my softy pick because I'm a Packers fan. Uh, so I got Gonzaga, Baylor, and Wisconsin, and Villanova. And then I will have Gonzaga and Wisconsin uh, face off with Gonzaga taking it all in the mm. end. So that is my pick, my final four, Gonzaga, Baylor, Wisconsin, Villanova, then Wisconsin and Gonzaga with Gonzaga taking it all. Gallo? All right. Um, I, I have to say uh, the the Midwest probably intrigues me the least out of uh, out of uh, all the sides here of the uh, of go the Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, you're they're, they're going to lose to Colgate <laughs> right away. So try, anyway. try, try to get through. <laughs> try to get through a Wisconsin game too, because they play boring basketball. Like it's they're thirty slow. second shot clock. Yeah. They score fifty, but they have a chance. I like that. Yeah, boring wins. So, since you know, uh, like you know, they, they play a team like Colgate. Colgate's fast. Wisconsin's slow, a bit stagnant sometimes. I mean, that's the the recipe for a bit of an upset in the in a short little window game like the one they're in. But I mean, ultimately, I mean, they're the third seed for a reason, right? I won't say it's a bad bet to bet moneyline Colgate. I'm telling you that. <laughs> All right, check it out. Check, bet online. Play bet for online. Sure. It's definitely one of my upset plays. I uh, but I'm, I'm so since since I'm going to be paying uh, least uh, the the least amount of attention to the Midwest, I'll just take the number one seed in Kansas, and then uh, up top. I don't know. Every year, every year I'm filling out these brackets, and yeah. I underestimate Villanova for for whatever reason. And then I watch them play. I'm like, they're really good. It's just a solid program. So I'll say uh, Villanova coming out of the South, uh, leading me to a Villanova uh, beating. Uh, Kansas playing Duke in the final, and Duke is your national champion. Softy. Ooh, hey now. Ooh, Coach K, that, that, well, what a way to go out if you that oh, man. I like that. That's a that's a Disney movie in the making right there. <laughs> well, I, I can't say much now because I have the exact same picks as a, a star, basically. Uh, I have uh, Arizona and Auburn, basically. Uh, Auburn is one of those teams that could actually win the tournament. Yeah, uh, but if they play against Arizona, I don't see Arizona losing early. They are the most complete team in the tournament. They, from uh, Ben Matherin, who's from Montreal, that's the kid that everybody needs to watch uh, during uh, March Madness. He is such a talent. But just that team, Arizona is deep from one to twelve. They could put anybody on the court, and they'll be able to perform. That's why I have them going to the finals, playing against Purdue. Uh, I'm putting money on both teams because March Madness don't just put money on one team to win it all. You want to select maybe three or four teams. Uh, but I have Arizona uh, winning the national championship. They're, they're the yeah. most complete team that I've seen played. 
this year, but anything could happen in single elimination, right? So they have that one bad game. Oof. So sorry, mm. you won't make it to the finals. Well, that's it. Um, don't forget to slam that promo code. Uh, a couple of upsets uh, quickly. I think I'll go through them. I'm trying to find some soft spots a little bit. Uh, four against 13, Arkansas against Vermont. We talked about that already uh, with the catamounts there. I, I referenced um, experience uh, at the beginning, right, when we were talking about this short little window tournament, five against 12, Iowa against Richmond. Uh, Richmond's second leading scorer is uh, Grant Golden. We're talking about super seniors. Um, they are the D they, as far as experience, nobody has more of it than Richmond right now. I think uh, their youngest player is a junior. Everybody else is a super senior experience matters. So I think if we're talking about a team that, that looked interesting and won some tight games down the stretch, uh, based primarily on that experience, I think Richmond might be worth a different look. You're getting plus uh, 270 on the money line. It was at plus 330 earlier. So it's already dropped to 270. So um, you know, at least put a put a note there and, and track it and see what's going on. You have a few days uh, before that tips off, and uh, I, I would put I would take a little bit of a look. Uh, Colgate versus Wisconsin again. You know, it's a it's a three versus a fourteen, but crazy stuff happens all the time in this uh, in this tournament. I guarantee we're going to see at least one of one one unpredictable moment in a game no one saw coming. And the one unpredictable team that it could be is Creighton. Uh, Creighton, uh, each year, schools have a selection, right? The top 100 recruits uh, in the nation. Creighton got five uh, last year. So there's five top 100s on that team. They haven't played or performed to their best yet, but recently they started picking it up. If there's a sleeper that could just ruin all the brackets, it is Creighton. I mean, they are a nine seed. They're playing against San Diego State, who plays a similar type of basketball as Wisconsin. But Creighton, if those prospects all get it together, they could be what they call a bracket buster. And uh, that's one of my upsets, even though it's not a big upset. And, you brought up Murray State. I love Murray State, but they're playing against the University of San Francisco, who this year they've surprised a lot of people. They're actually one of the teams that beat Gonzaga this year. They know how to play basketball and they know how to play hard. So that one is another one of, a, let's say, a prospect of upsetting a higher seed. Yeah. And the winner gets Kentucky, likely. Which Kentucky hasn't been playing great basketball either. No, a lot of people are no. picking uh, Kentucky like to Murray win State. at all. Yeah, there's no there's no Kentucky around the around the horn here. Exactly. And that's the most famous uh, college. Uh, but then again, Dick Vitale, that's who he chose to win uh, the whole tournament. Right. So but we'll see what happens. I mean, there's so many teams. Providence is another team that you could throw out there, but they're a four seed. But I'm just saying like to win the whole tournament. I'll give my five picks at the end uh, if you guys uh want as well to who I think has a chance to win a national title with the well, no better time than now, Jerry. Well, Hey, go let's for go for it then. Okay. So here are my picks my personal five picks that I'm putting money on. I have Arizona at plus six fifteen uh, to win the whole thing. Purdue at plus 2000, Iowa at plus 2,500, Tennessee at plus 2000. And now this is the Cinderella, the, the hell Mary, uh, the chance I date a supermodel once in my life. Alabama <laughs> at plus 10,000. Hey now. And again, you know, when, when Jerry gives these, when Jerry gives these uh, plus 10,000s and these plus 2000s, these plus 3000s, uh, again, we're not, you know, we're not advising uh, anything more than just what's for fun. <laughs> 
33% of your bankroll. <laughs> uh, Jerry, <laughs> just uh, last last thoughts here. You mentioned uh, a couple uh, players, including a local player, to pay attention to. Anybody else uh, as far as marquee players in this tournament that we should be watching? The one that I want everybody to watch because it's awkward watching him is uh, Chet Holmgren of Gonzaga. He was the number one prospect. He went down to number two, but he should jump back to number one. He's a seven foot, 195 pound center. Just picture a, a skinny, lanky guy. Wow. Uh, his first ever college game, he almost got a quadruple double. Uh, the guy is talented, but he just had ran into a lot of injuries this year and still played through the injuries, but I think that this is where Chet Holmgren shows everybody his talent. That's one player. Ben Matherin, of course, of Arizona, and Jaden Ivey of Purdue. Those three players are the three players that you want to watch. And Walker Kessler, the center of Auburn, whatever he does, that's how far Auburn will go. All right. Very cool. Uh, guys, awesome. uh, any uh, any other thoughts before we wrap up here? Uh, go just Chet Holgram, just because uh, I have Gonzaga. Yeah. We need it all, and uh, he's fun to watch. You'll enjoy yeah. him. And I, yeah, I, I, hold I, on, it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, and watch out for Michigan's Michigan and Michigan State. They're both teams that just like to mm. rile things up, and they're both in the middle this year. So I'm just going to yeah. throw that out there. They always like do. The, Start I like the Michigan pick. Go for the well-coached teams. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. the way to bet mm-hmm. smart. Go with the, just like how you brought up uh, Villanova. That program is just uh, incredible, and they just seem to always make it. All right. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun when this uh, tournament tips off, and we're going to try to keep you updated along the way with different lines as well. Uh, Jerry, thanks for uh, being our first guest. Oh, anytime. My pleasure. Star Campbell, I'll see you guys uh, very soon with another version of the uh, – horsemen uh podcast exploring the uh, betting lines and sports gambling three, three horsemen three horsemen three i horsemen. just said wow i'm looking at the promo code you don't want to put three in the promo code oh promo no code no don't simplify. don't don't do that don't the promo code is horsemen. there's three of us but the promo code is horsemen i uh, check that out at bet online for um the promo code 100 bonus on your first deposit of up to one thousand dollars also hit us up in the comments section because we have two uh, brackets to give away. They're worth 25 bucks each, guys. Don't miss out on this opportunity. It's it's free money for you uh, to jump in and have fun playing your own bracket. Click, comment, subscribe. Guys, see you next week. Peace.